Hello, and welcome to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Your mind is the greatest gift God has given you. That's why today we begin a series called Rethinking Your Life. In these lessons, Rick gives us nine biblical pillars we need to rethink and reshape our minds so that we can become more like Jesus Christ. But first, if you're ready to live the abundant life Jesus promises, then you'll be excited to know that Pastor Rick created a brand new Bible study called Rethinking Your Life. This study will guide you into a deeper relationship with God, allowing you to see your life through His eyes, apply His wisdom, and step into a life of purpose and joy. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by just texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with part one of a message called, Why You Need to Think About What You Think About. If you take out your message notes inside your program, I'm excited that we're starting a new series this weekend called Rethinking Your Life. Rethinking Your Life. And uh, the first week, I want us to look at why you need to think about what you think about. Why you need to think about what you think about. Now, your mind is the greatest asset you've been given by God. Nothing compares to the power of your brain. It's the most complex organ in your body. Uh, I wrote down here it contains 100 billion neurons. Your brain contains 100 billion neurons. It can record 800 memories a second for 75 years and not get tired. That's pretty amazing. Your brain can store 100 trillion thoughts. And by the way, there are a bunch of myths about the brain that just aren't true. People say you only use 2% or 10%. That's just not true. And then others say, well, your left brain or right brain, that's just a myth. All of those have been disproven. But the most important thing about the human brain is this. You can communicate with God because you have been given the brain that God gave you, the, the mind that God gave you. You see, animals have instincts, but human beings have thoughts. Animals can think about right now what's right in front of them in the moment, but they can't think about a 1,000 years ago, and they can't think about 100 years in the future, and they can't think about their life after death, but you can because you have thoughts. The only reason you create creative thoughts is because your creator thinks creative thoughts and he made you in his image. And so the greatest gift God gave you as a human being was the ability to know God through that brain, through your mind, because you're made in his image. In fact, you may not know this, but the Bible says that God is always thinking about you. Did you know that? That God is always, there is never a moment in your life when God is not thinking about you. Look at this verse up here on the screen. The Bible says in Psalm 139, verse 17 and 18, the Living Bible, how precious it is, Lord, to realize that you're thinking about me constantly. Did you know that? Did you know that God is thinking about you constantly? I can't even count how many times a day, in other words, innumerable, how many times a day your thoughts turn toward me. When I wake in the morning, you're still thinking of me. You're not always thinking about God, but God is always thinking about you. And he has given you the capacity, the thought capacity, to know him and to have a relationship with him. 
Now, what I want to do today is simply briefly introduce the series we're going to be in now for several weeks about rethinking your life, about your thought life, your mind, because we need to shape up our minds. We need to bring our thoughts under control. We need to get them right in the right direction. And I'm going to give you this weekend nine truths or nine pillars on which we're going to build this series on rethinking your life. So let's get right into it. Number one, if you want to write down the first pillar of rethinking my life, it's this. My thoughts control my life, but I can control my thoughts. Now, this is a very profound statement. My thoughts control my life, but I can control my thoughts. That is something that sets you apart, made in the image of God as a human being. My thoughts control my life, but I can control my thoughts. Proverbs 23, verse 7, the King James Version says, For as a man thinks, so is he. As a man thinketh, so he is. You are the sum total uh, of your thoughts. Now let me show you a verse. Proverbs 4:23, New Century Version says this. Be careful what you think. Be careful what you think about. Because your thoughts run your life. Circle that. Your thoughts run your life. Today's English version says, be careful what you think about because your life is shaped by your thoughts. Now, this single verse teaches two very, very important truths that we're going to look at over and over again in the weeks ahead. One of them is that your life is determined by what you think. If you think bad thoughts, you're going to have a bad life. You have smart thoughts, you think a smart, have a smart life. If you think good thoughts, you have a good life. You are what you think about. So your thoughts do control, they do shape, uh, they do run your life. But it also says, be careful what you think, be careful in the case you have a choice. And that's the second thing. While you do have your thoughts running your life, you can choose what you think about. That's your choice. And, and one of the reasons I, I wanna do this series is because you need to exercise that choice more often. You don't exercise your choice in choosing what you think about as much as you should. A lot of your thoughts, you just let other people filter through your mind or the media filter through your mind or Satan filter through your mind. And what I wanna say as we start this series is you need to start thinking about what you think about. You need to think about your thoughts. Do I really wanna think this? You see, many of your problems in life, if not most, Many of your problems in life come because you're allowing other people to put thoughts in your mind instead of choosing them yourself. And you're not, you're not being discriminatory about them. And you, you let other people suggest thoughts. Uh, the media suggests thoughts and the radio suggests thoughts and television and books and magazines and friends and peers and enemies and Satan. Uh, they all are suggesting thoughts. Just because you have an open mind you don't want everybody putting stuff in it. You need to choose to think correctly more often. You need to choose your thoughts better. When you don't choose your thoughts, you're gonna have a lot of thoughts that are bad, they're wrong, they're hurtful, they're self-defeating, things like that. And so in this series, what I'm gonna do is teach you how to be less passive, less passive uh, about your thoughts. I wanna teach you how to be more intentional about what gets your attention, because it's your choice. Your thoughts control your life, but you control your thoughts. 
and you need to take stronger control of your thought life. You know, we're all worried about well, you know, uh, air pollution and water pollution, and, but we need to be worried about mind pollution too. Would you agree that there's a lot of stuff out there that really shouldn't be in your mind? Yeah, and you need to choose not to listen to it, not to look at it, not to, not to have it, not to let it enter into your mind. So we're gonna teach you how to be more in, uh, intentional about what gets your attention. Now I want you to write this question down. You wanna ask this question, do I really wanna think about this right now? If you'll learn to ask that question every day, it'll change your life. Because you think about stuff all the time without stopping to ask this question. Do I really wanna think about this? It's a choice. You start to get worried. You should stop and say, do I really wanna worry about this right now? You start to get fearful. Do I really wanna be fearful right now? You start to get upset about something. Do I really wanna be upset about this right now? You start to get discouraged. Do I really wanna think discouraging thoughts right now? It's your choice. A lot of times we act like we don't have any choice over our, uh, over our feelings or don't have any choice over our thoughts, but you do. You're made in God's image. And so you need to learn to ask this question over, do I really wanna think about this right now? Nobody's forcing you to think thoughts that get you down. Nobody's forcing you to think thoughts that cause you to be afraid or insecure or nervous or lack confidence. Nobody's forcing you to, re to these things. You need to take control of your thoughts. You need to start thinking about what you think about. If I were to ask you this very important question, I, I, you know, I would want you to consider it. Why are you letting other people determine what you think? Why are you letting other people fill your mind with stuff you go, I don't really wanna think about that. Well fine, change the channel. Tune out, do something different. That's the first principle of learning uh, to let God control our lives. Number two, here's the second pillar. Any change I want in my life must start in my mind. Any change that I want in my life must start in my mind. Now while my thoughts control my life, and I can control my thoughts, any change that I wanna make, or for good or bad, it all starts in your mind. Change starts in your brain, not in your behavior. Change starts in your cerebellum, not in your circumstances. Change starts inside you, not outside you. So many of the things you've tried to change in your life, you've tried to change by changing your behavior. Wrong place to start. You don't start by changing your behavior. You start by changing the way you think about whatever you wanna change. It all starts in your mind. And that's why God says this in Romans 12 too. Do not conform yourselves to the standards of this world. In other words, what the world says is important. Don't conform yourself to what the world thinks is important, but let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Now notice, you're gonna either be conformed or you're gonna be transformed in life. You're gonna be conformed, you're gonna be like everybody else by listening to everybody else or you're gonna be transformed, you're gonna be different, you're gonna be great by letting God renew your mind, by letting God change your mind, by rethinking your life. Now I don't care how old you are, it's time to rethink your life. And I'm gonna help you do that in the weeks ahead. I'm gonna help you rethink your life because a lot of stuff you've been thinking is actually stinking thinking. And you need a checkup from the neck up, okay? 
And, we, and so Dr. Warren is here in the house. And I'm going to give you a checkup from the neck up in the weeks ahead and get rid of all that stinking thinking and start choosing intentionally on what you do want to think about and not what you don't want to think about because that controls your life. Don't be conformed to the standard of this world, but be transformed by a change of your mind. In other words, don't be pressured from the outside. Here's what Jesus said. I love this. One of the Beatitudes in the message paraphrase, Matthew 5, 8, says this. You're blessed when you get your inside world, in other words, your, your mind and your heart, put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. So he said it starts on the inside. Any change you want to make in your life starts in your thoughts, not in your feelings, not in your behavior. Now that leads me to the third pillar of rethinking my life. This is a big one. I can change how I feel by changing how I think. I can change how I feel by changing how I think. Would you like to feel better? Well, let me tell you. Here's how you're going to do it. You're going to learn to change the way you think. The way you think determines the way you feel. A lot of times we try to change our feelings, but that doesn't work. Have you noticed that your feelings are quite resistant to your will? You know, you don't want to feel a certain way, and you try to force yourself to not feel that way, but you still do. Your, your, your feelings often rebel, and they are resistant to your will, and you can't command them. You can tell yourself, stop being sad. How, how's that working? It doesn't work. Or, I command you to be happy. It's like telling a little kid who's crying, you know, stop crying. I'm trying, mommy, I'm trying. You can't force a feeling. Feelings, many, many times, are uncontrollable. You can't control your feelings all, all the time, but you can control your thoughts, and your thoughts determine your feelings. If you're feeling fearful, you're thinking fearful thoughts. If you're feeling angry, it's because you're thinking angry thoughts. If you're feeling bitter, it's because you're thinking bitter thoughts. You can't change the feeling, but you can change the thought. And when you change the thought, you're going to feel a whole lot better. So you just choose. I have a choice. I can stop, start thinking about what I am thinking about and be more intentional. I mean, let me just parallel this. If you're sitting at home and you're watching TV and there's a commentator, TV news commentator on there who you totally disagree with and you're getting more and more and more and more frustrated with them, how do you get rid of that frustration? You go, I'm not going to be frustrated. I'm not going to be frustrated. I'm not. No, you just turn the channel. And the same is true with your mind. I don't want to worry. Then change the channel. I don't want to lust, then change the channel. I don't want to be bitter, then change the channel. You don't resist it. Whatever you resist persists. You simply refocus. We're going to talk about these in depth in the weeks ahead. I'm just giving you an overview of where we're going. And the third thing I want you to understand is that I can change how I feel by changing how I think. Let me give you a couple of examples right out of the Bible. Here's one from David, Psalm 42. Verse six, David says, my heart is breaking. Now that's strong emotion. So he says, I turn my thoughts to God. Notice, I turn my thoughts to God. That's a choice. My heart is breaking. I'm not gonna be thinking about what's breaking my heart. I'm gonna turn my thoughts to God. That's a choice. Look at the next one, Jonah. In Jonah 2.7, he says, when I'd lost all hope, that's an emotion, 
I turned my thoughts once more to the Lord. Some of you need to write that verse down. You need to memorize it. You need to put it on a card. Maybe we'll make it our memory verse this week. When I had lost all hope, I once again turned my thoughts to the Lord. Jonah 2.7. Let's just say that together, okay? Say it with me. Jonah 2.7. Say it. Jonah 2.7. When I had lost all hope, I once again turned my thoughts to the Lord. Okay? Well, I said it out of order. <laughs> That's the reviled Rick Standard perversion, okay? All right. <laughs> Let's read it together. Jonah 2.7. When I would lost all hope, I turn my thoughts once more to the Lord. Will you take this verse home, write it down and make it your memory verse this week? Take it home, write it on a card, put it in your windshield visor, on your bathroom mirror, on your refrigerator or something. Let's read it again. When I had lost all hope, I turned my thoughts once more to the Lord. And where is that? Jonah 2.7. Do you think you'll use that verse maybe in the next month? Yeah. And, and when you file it there, then God's Spirit can bring it to mind when you'd lost all hope. I turn my thoughts. That's a choice. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If this message has encouraged you, or if God put someone on your mind that needs to hear it, would you share it? You'll be so glad you did. And be sure to let them know about Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional at PastorRick.com. Rick will be back in just a moment, but first, do you ever feel like the abundant life Jesus promises seems just out of reach? Well, you're not alone. Many people feel that way. That's why Pastor Rick created a brand new Bible study called Rethinking Your Life. It's a groundbreaking experience that will challenge, inspire, and guide you to a deeper understanding of your purpose and faith by helping you transform the way you think. As you study along with Pastor Rick, you'll learn how to think like Jesus so you can overcome temptation, conquer discouragement, and understand the purpose behind pain. With 143 full-color pages and a soft-touch vegan leather cover, this study is a journey into a deeper relationship with God. Let His Word transform your mind allowing you to see your life through His eyes, apply His wisdom, and step into a life of purpose and joy. If you're ready to embark on a journey that will transform your life, then request your copy of Rethinking Your Life today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the life-changing Word of God to people at home and all around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. That's Pastor Rick. Or you can text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. So many of you support Daily Hope through your prayers and through your financial support, and I want to bless you with this letter from Rose to let you know what your prayers and your gifts are doing. Rose wrote, Daily Hope has been a tremendous blessing to me. I've been a Christian for 10 years, but I didn't feel like I was growing spiritually. Reading the Bible was difficult, and I didn't get what I was reading. But through your Daily Hope messages and the devotionals, I've experienced the Word like never before. This year, I'm joining a small group for the first time, and every time I listen to Daily Hope, I feel like I'm in the room with some friends listening to you. 
Your messages are relevant and funny and engaging. And I'm now reading Purpose Driven Life. And I pray for God to reveal his purpose for me. Signed, Rose. Rose, thank you so much for writing. I love getting letters and you've encouraged me. You know, I started Daily Hope to help people just like you help you grow closer to God. So I'm praying for you, and I'm going to ask you to pray for me and continue supporting this ministry. And join me next time as we continue to look into God's Word for our daily hope. If you'd like to bless Pastor Rick by letting him know how much this broadcast has helped you, please send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.